Hey, guess what, Michael? What, Jamie? It's Ghosticles time. Ghosticles time, quarantine edition 56? That's right. <laughs> yes. We are here. We are uh, not together. No, we are recognizing social distancing and then some because we That's are right. all the way across town from each other in our own private recording booths. Yes, yes. We are set up by, with an app called Source Connect, and Brandon was extremely helpful in getting us through that oh trauma. I'm like, <laughs> I can't even, like, I'm going to have to do so many sexual favors for him. That's fair. You should. You yeah. absolutely should. But when you're together, it's not really a favor. It's more like a, just a, you know, it's like a love note. <laughs> <laughs> Some people Thank leave you. post-it That's notes. That's the love note. We, uh, you know, we get naked. Hey, it's yeah, quarantine. What fair. can you do? I think that's You got to make the most of it. Right? Uh, well, yeah, shall, man, we, uh, we, shall we dive we into this We found out immediately stories? after. So last week when we were recording, or was it Sunday? And then... Yeah, it was uh, Sunday when we were recording the, home, the, put, the full episode. Yeah. And they were like, hey, guys, Dallas, is, uh, Dallas County is about to be under lockdown. Yep. And when you were on the way home is when they said it. So by the time you got home, I was like, hey, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) So we are locked down. (laughs) Yeah. And we are. are But we're ready to go. We're so ready. We're so ready. Hey, now more than ever, the world needs cool intentions. (laughs) That's right. That's totally right. Not to to use uh, (laughs) the pandemic as a shitty advertising ploy. But hey. um, But why not? When the world's ending, you got to do what you can. That's true. That's true. Okay, so do you want to start? I can start, yeah. Okay, who you got? Right. I've got uh, an entry from Michelle. So Michelle okay. says, I had just moved from Chicago to a small town in Indiana to live with my boyfriend. I was 19, he was four years older than me, and had bought a house prior to my moving down. Well, smart, you want to generally do that in that order. Uh, I mean, it's nice I... to get in a relationship with a guy... <laughs> Who already has a house. I, I mean, I moved in with someone shortly after they bought a house. And it was, yeah, it's when well, we saw how that ended it's up. Nice. Anyway, um, I had not seen it yet, Michelle says. I was so excited to see it and to start this new adventure in my life. On moving day, I finally saw the house. It was little but cute. Not at all what I was used to or pictured. As soon as I walked through the door of the house, I felt an overpowering thickness in the air. I immediately pulled the drapery away to get natural light in. The room was dark in general. In fact, the entire house was... Dark brown 1970s paneling on the walls and dark brown carpet throughout. Oh, that sounds like the house I grew up in. <laughs> my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law Same. made my mom and dad repaint their living room because she's like, every time we take Christmas pictures in here, it looks like we're mining. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as the day progressed and we were moving our furniture and belongings in, I began to feel very lightheaded and sick to my stomach. Ooh, same when I moved in with my then boyfriend. Um, my boyfriend and his friend were about to go and get some more things out of storage, and I told them to go on without me. I had no energy and just laid on the brown, dirty carpet right in the living room. I laid there for two hours until they came back. I mustered enough strength to finish the move-in. I decided I'd just overdone it that day or was coming down with a bug. Uh, we finished, and the next, uh, uh, sorry, I lost my place. We finished, and next, <laughs> through the years, little <laughs> little things would happen. I would hear voices, conversations, really, but muffled so I could not make out quite what was being said. At the time, I thought I was hearing the neighbors or their TV, and I did not make much out of it. But 
Then I noticed things falling off of shelves that had been undisturbed, items showing up in strange places. Eventually, I got three mm. dogs, two labs, and a spitz. They say dogs and children can see things adults can't. The dogs would bark and growl, and at random corners of the room, they would come and get me nope. to follow them to show me the quote-unquote threat. There was nothing there, but all three were pointing and growling at something. Ooh, when they point and uh. growl, they're generally in like, that's fucked up, that shouldn't be here mode, someone do something. Think of all that mental energy, all those calories dogs devote to just going, hey, <laughs> which is basically yeah, what right. their reactions amount to. Um, as the years passed, my boyfriend and I got married and the spirit became more bold. Cold spots appeared out of nowhere. The attic door would be wide open even though it had been thoroughly latched shut. Once I was home alone and I heard things moving like being dragged on the floor. I went downstairs and nothing was moved, but then I heard the same sound upstairs. Ooh, they're playing games with you. Yeah. So I ran upstairs. Yeah. Again, nothing. It was playing a game with me. Oh, see, I called it. Oh, you did. <laughs> One night, you didn't even read that first. I didn't. I just did. I just felt it. I felt Michelle's predicament. Uh, One night, I was alone sitting at my desk when I heard a loud banging. It was coming from the kitchen. From where I was sitting, I could see the doorway to the kitchen and the stove. The repeated bangs continued, and at the time, uh, I now could, see, or at this time, I now saw that the door to the oven would uh, indent and pop out with each bang, oh. as if something were hitting the front of the oven door with a fist. Oh, oh, oh. fuck that. No. It's like, a, it's like an angry ghost either criticizing your cooking or telling you to get the fuck in the kitchen and make him a sandwich. Fuck that. Yeah, um, no, I don't like it. I was pretty freaked out, no shit, and tried to get out of my seat, <laughs> but there was a sudden cold spot that enveloped me and I felt that I couldn't leave. I had a stack of papers lying next to me at my desk. There was no fan on or air circulating for me to debunk what was to happen next. Slowly, one by one, the papers moved and made another very neat pile. One would lift into the air and move to the new pile what? and so on. Literally right next to me. I grabbed my car keys no! and ran out of the house. <laughs> Smart decision, Michelle. I stayed away for a few hours, always knowing I had to return at some point. Months passed. I felt calmer in the house. Things had quieted down. The dogs were calmer. Then one morning, as I lay in bed with my eyes closed, not asleep, but just enjoying the comfort of it, it got very cold. Very, very mm. cold. I felt something staring at me. I opened my eyes, and there he was, standing at the foot of my bed. Our eyes locked. I will never forget what oh, he looked no. like. Oh, no. He had a beard with icicles hanging off of it, a knit cap, <gasps> and a long coat. He was wearing clothes from years past and was dripping wet with water and ice. Of course, I scream <laughs> and do yeah. what any sensible person would do. I throw the covers over my head. <laughs> <laughs> um, my dogs heard my scream and came running. Good boys or girls or do just dogs. Good little angels Good with bad table manners. Good little babies. Right. Once I heard they were yeah. with me, I opened my eyes. He was gone. My dogs were sniffing all over the floor where he had stood. The coldness had gone. There was no puddle of water or ice from where he had been standing, even though I could see that he was dripping wet. That day, I went to my local library. Embarrassed, I told the librarian what was happening in my home. I expected a snicker, but instead, she nodded like she knew about my house. See, that's a bad sign. <laughs> when the librarian's like, I've been waiting for you. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and they already have a stack of books waiting for you. She took me to the microfilms and showed me info about a massive flood that happened in the town during the time frame that I thought uh, this man, this specter, was from because of the year of his clothing. It was during the winter, and many lives had been lost. I didn't know his name, but I called him George. Once he would act up, I would I would yell, Stop it, George! And he would stop. <laughs> it was, it's like we had an understanding. Eventually, my husband and I divorced. He never believed me about our George, and he lost the house in bankruptcy. <laughs> I the hope house that's was not the reason you got divorced. <laughs> it's like, wah, wah. <laughs> right, <that's... laughs> the house was auctioned off. You don't off. believe in ghosts. I'm getting a divorce. The house was no, I feel like that's probably off not right. to an older Sorry. gentleman. I wonder if he has discovered George and how they are handling each other. Ooh. I hope so. Okay, we're back. You didn't even know we were gone. No, no, we had <laughs> we, issues. We we had issues, so we had to stop. We, we lost it's, our connection a little bit. Yeah, it, ha- it happened. But we're gonna sometimes. we're working through it. Caitlin, we are here to deliver <laughs> the the spooky stories and techni- technology stress that you love. Yeah. All yeah. right. Technology. So Nothing spookier than technology. Not anything ever. <laughs> yeah, there was a ghost standing at the foot of my bed with an icicle beard, but I didn't I have had to, to figure out Ethernet. anything. It wasn't building a website, you know what I'm fucking saying? Like, come on. <laughs> okay. All right, okay, so here we turn. go. I got go for it, go for it. Shayla. 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 Okay. Shayla again, yes. Hey, guys. I just listened to episode 73 about all of the healthcare worker stories, and one of the stories reminded me of one of my own experiences. I know uh, I told you in a comment that I'm in a nursing program and that there's a chance of maybe seeing weird things at our clinical sites. Haven't quite seen anything yet, but I'm still hopeful. (laughs) What I haven't told you is that I've been working as a CNA for an in-home care company for almost three years, and I've seen some shit, literally. LOL. (laughs) That's a poop joke. Oh, God. Uh, My heart heart goes out to you. (laughs) I know. Uh, But seriously, I've had a couple experiences. So, a couple years ago, I had gone to a client's house who had just been put on hospice. Her health was in a decline, and it was pretty obvious. I hadn't been working with this client for very long, but I was able to meet her when she was fairly cognizant of what was going on around her and why I was there. During this particular visit, she seemed to be a little confused and tired. Sadly, uh, I was really noticing the decline this visit. While I was in a room with her, I think I was bringing her breakfast in. She was looking off to a corner and asked me if I have seen the little girl in the room. I told her, no, I have not, then oh. proceeded to ask her where the girl is. She motioned towards the corner that she was looking at. So I looked and saw nothing. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I asked her what the little girl looked like, and all I can remember, remember from her reply was that the little girl was holding flowers. Oh. A week later, that client died while I was on shift with her. She wasn't responsive while I was there, and a lot of her family members were there to say their last goodbyes. I have goosebumps. Oh. That one is what it's getting me. I remember Flores sitting and talking. Muertos. Si. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's creepier not having you here. I know, because I'm like a ghost now. I'm the ghost in the yes, machine. It's like we're telling spooky stories over the phone, and oh, <laughs> it's, it's like we're teenagers all over again. <laughs> yeah, only Ugh. only making phone calls is so much harder now. 
I know. God. Okay. Sorry. There's just a few lines left and I'll get there. Okay. 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 I remember sitting and talking with her family outside of her room and getting a gut feeling. I went to go, went to go check on her and realized she had peacefully left us in her sleep. Thanks for reading my submission. You both are awesome. Stay spooky. I love Ooh. it. Oh, Man. that's so creepy. Oh, the little girl with one. the flowers. Yes. Oh. Yes. Something. There was some old, like elderly comedian back in the day, I think long, long dead now. Might have been Red Skelton. Do you remember him? Anyway, like if you had mm-hmm. grandparents, mm-hmm. they probably watched him. I think he made a joke that yeah. my grandparents thought was really funny. He was like, yeah, I'm so old that when I wake up in the morning, if I don't smell candles and flowers, I get up. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Mm. That's good. Oh, man. Right. Well, there's a lot of stories about a little girl with flowers particularly. Yeah. So that's interesting. I need to look into like the the tradition of flowers at at you know signifying the passing of someone. I I know I th- a lot of it mm-hmm. has to do with the fragrance is meant to, to kind of to kind of to make disguise. the room smell nicer because it, especially in in places where the body, you know, can't be buried right away because it's say winter outside and the ground is too hard to dig, um then yeah. you know people would send bouquets to help you know, mask the smell of the body decomposing Ooh, because sometimes it had to be it had to be sitting in in, you know, a place like a house or a front parlor or something like that for yeah. weeks, if not months. So they would right. you know, either open the windows or let the cold air in to help preserve the body and they'd have flowers. But I wonder if it's more to it than that. I wonder if the flowers specifically signify, you know, like I, I want to do some research into the connection between flowers and death, flowers and death. Yeah. What's, uh, all right. what's that about? I, okay, yeah, well, who did that? Is that? Is that purely practical or is there something more? So, okay, this one comes from Mariah. Uh, Mariah says, okay. I have a story that I need to tell about my sister and I from when we were either in elementary or high school, but I need to clarify something. Michael mentioned that someone tweeted at him about their phone going black in Ghost Girls 53, and that someone was me. <laughs> it me. Let me go into more it's detail. It's me. Or, I didn't want to bombard you and Jamie with Twitter notifications. I know how annoying that can get. Thank you. Uh, I was FaceTiming with my <laughs> I was FaceTiming with my significant other. We were talking for a while, and she took a screenshot of me. And then all of a sudden, that's when my phone went completely black. I started to freak out Ooh. and called her back. I asked if her phone went black, and she said no, and told me that uh, her and said poor connection, and that this happened when she screenshot, uh, screenshotted, shotted, screenshot the photo. <laughs> I don't know what the tense is for screenshot. Screenshotted. Screen- I feel like it's screen- screenshotted. Screenshot. Screenshot the photo. Oh, then Mariah Took got it right. Screenshot. Sorry, sorry, Mariah. I doubted grammar, but you were right. Um, <laughs> she went to her album to see if the photo uploaded, and I kid you not, the photo was completely white. I was completely mm. freaking out, and we listened to what happened to Michael, and she was creeped out by it as well. We both have iPhones, and no, my phone didn't call 911 like Michael's dad's did. I save my I, I may save my story about my sister and I for another time, for I didn't know how long this was going to be. Anyway, stay spoopy, and if I am killed by a ghost, I will blame Tatum. Why me? Why me? Well, Jamie's, you know, it takes, <laughs> it takes two to tango, Mariah. Yeah, you and the ghost. <laughs> Everyone, man, now people are thinking I'm hiding in trees, scaring little kids on school buses. Aren't <laughs> they you? They think I'm in their kitchen, tapping them on their shoulder, talking about wanking. Like, man, uh, man. Wanking sheets. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, go for it. My turn. <laughs> I have Abby. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I've wanted to submit for a little while now, but always thought nothing too spooky has happened to me. But then I remember something that happened a little under a year ago. I was spending the night at my aunt's house with four of my cousins. I, being the social awkward person that I am, wanted to be alone, so I stupidly decided to sit in a dark, small closet in one of my aunt's guest bedrooms. Hmm. I somehow managed to squeeze myself into this small clearing behind the between the wall and some boxes. I sat there for maybe five minutes on my phone, enjoying my privacy in this dark, silent closet, when suddenly that silence was interrupted. You know what? It's not that strange. I have a friend who would hide in closets to get away from her cousins, and uh, then they started just locking her in a closet to be mean to her. Damn. And she would just always... But she would always just have a box uh, or a book and a flashlight ready. I get. I mean, so I get be it. Like, I, Great. <laughs> I'm gonna be hey, here in the I was closet. In the, I books. was in the closet until I was 16, so I get it. Hey. Hey. But were you though? But were you? Though? I mean, let's. I was. The door was open, but I was in the closet. <laughs> and everyone's like, "We see you in there, Michael." <laughs> In the meantime, I'm just like E.T. hiding among the stuffed animals. You can't see me. You can't see me. Uh, this is not the gay you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Until it was. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A sound came from the other side of the closet. It sounded as if someone aggressively raked some of the clothes hanging up to the side. I then hauled ass out of that closet and looked back to see that none of my hangers had been moved or removing except for the ones I hit on my way out. After seeing this, I just decided that the sound was just my imagination and went back to the other room with my cousins. Mm, sure, likely. <laughs> That's probably just my imagination. Just, just my, you know, I'm a reader. I have a very strong imagination. That's probably the Ooh, culprit here. That's nothing. Okay, so a few hours later, I told my cousin what happened, and she asked me which closet it was. I told her, and she said that she had something happen to her one time in that same closet. She was playing with her two-year-old nephew in the dark. Why she thought a dark closet was a suitable place to play with a two-year-old is beyond me, but... And oh. she reached to play <laughs> with his hair. What she expected to feel was his soft new baby hair, but that is unfortunately not what she felt. Uh. What she did feel was uh, what she did feel though was the cold, bony hand of a grown man. So uh, I don't know. No, <laughs> that's not hair. That is not baby. That's not baby hair. Uh, so I don't know if there's a ghost in that closet that is really into baby hair. Gross, but you do you. Oh, ew, ew, and I ew. love that you are not kink shaming that <laughs> that ghost. Good for you. Uh, kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> oh well. Oh God, now it's also it's like inception, kinkception. That's what just happened. So, okay, go back. So I don't know if there's a ghost in that closet that is really into baby hair. Uh, or and the organization of clothing, yeah. Or if her new nephew momentarily grew adult hands to scratch its head. But there is my story. Thanks for reading it. <laughs> and that's the end. Well, goddamn it, that's some that's some that the conjuring creepy. shit right there. Oh yeah, I love that you're like that, Abby. You're like, oh, I didn't think anything weird, but this kind of weird. It's not that. That's terrifying. I just I kinda, you imagine like sitting on the floor of the bat of the closet and hearing all of the clothes rake to the side. 
Mm-hmm. No, fuck no. I kind of, I love how some people, when they encounter something really uncanny, <laughs> their first reaction, well, not their first, but like close second reaction is, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do about that? And they just kind of go about their day. <laughs> right. That's kind of how it I is. feel sometimes when something happens. I'm like, well, that's not my responsibility. That's you. Uh, yeah. Right. All right. This next story comes right, from, up. I'm up, Josh is this next submitter. Hey, Michael and Jamie, I love you guys, and I also love spooky things. Well, you've come to the right place, Josh. I have never been plagued (laughs) by spooky, scary ghosties myself, to my knowledge, so I've been catching up on some more of your recent episodes, and as I was prepping some D&D stuff and listening to an episode, you mentioned on one uh, that I was on at the time that maybe we witness paranormal events more often than we think, but just dismiss it Uh, for one reason or another. So it reminded me of one strange thing that happened to me that I dismissed. Uh, uh, I dismissed as nothing. Though it is extremely minor, it was one thing that always stuck in my head since it happened, and to this day, I don't exactly know uh, why other than just the pure strangeness of it. So when I was about in fifth or sixth grade, don't exactly remember when, uh, I remember watching an episode of Power Rangers and drinking a soda. My mother was playing a puzzle game somewhere on my Sega Genesis, and my dad and little brother were out doing something elsewhere. I left during a commercial to use the bathroom and set the soda can on the living room table. I was gone for about a minute or so. I just had to pee, and as I came back into the living room, my soda can was balanced on the back of the sofa I'd been sitting on. Mm. I know it wasn't me misremembering where I set it, and I know I wouldn't have done that, uh because uh, I would have gotten in trouble for doing it, and knowing my mother, she wouldn't be pranking me and risk staining the material of the sofa. Oh, that, I feel that. My mother had been like, no, hell no. Get away from that soda. Like, where's that coaster? Like, all of it. Um, I know this isn't all that spooky, but to this day, it is something that I just remember because of the strangeness of it. I've never told anybody because it was just a weird occurrence. Thanks for reading this, assuming you did, of course. We did. <laughs> and I hope my story was something that is worthy to be read on Ghosticles. It was. Or at least yeah. entertained you personally. It did. Stay spooky. It did. Josh. It's little things like that, Thank I'm telling you, you sometimes. Because, I mean, you got to figure, what if ghosts have a certain, like, it's like athletic ability. Like, some ghosts can go all out and do really crazy shit. And other ghosts, like, it's harder for them. So they just do little things that they can achieve. Like, maybe yeah. they're, they're building up their, their resume, as it were. So who knows how much your daily life is filled with little odd things that you just ride off. Like a soda can being somewhere. Like... Like last night, I went to go put my house robe on, and it was tied, which I never tie it. When I take it off and throw it on the back of a chair in the bedroom, like, it's never tied. But it was tied last night for some reason, and I was oh. like, that's strange. Okay. And then I just to- I totally yeah. forgot about it until just now. So wow. see how the mind yeah, works? Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? We always mm-hmm. dismiss shit. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it looks, unless it's kind of a cultural thing too. Unless it resembles a horror movie, we just don't think it's worthy to be called a spooky story. It's just like, well, that's weird, and I guess that was that probably had to be me. But well, and even the stuff that happens that is scary, it they can sometimes seem like it's not that big of a deal. Late, like later, like in the moment, it's like this is terrifying. How is this happening? But then later, you talk yourself out of it because it's not a horror movie. But it is really disturbing, and we get Mm -hmm. a lot of flack. For being a haunted podcast, but I don't necessarily think it's that we are uh, attracting spirits to our listeners. Although maybe we are. Never say never. But I think we're just I building a community. People listen- go, oh well, that people will hear someone else's kind of slightly strange experience, and then suddenly realize, oh well, that's I've had something similar happen to me, but I never thought of it as weird. 
and then there you go. Yeah, and people pay attention more, mm-hmm. right? You just pay attention to mm-hmm. the weird huh. things, you know, that happen. Um, it's just like if you're listening to a, a murder podcast, right? Then you in serial killers, let's say, and then you see someone and you're like, definitely a serial killer. You're paying more attention to the people around <laughs> you. Uh, that's right. That, that's how it works. Right. 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 Um, also. Also, we we did a spell that makes sure that everybody gets haunted. Just kidding. <laughs> we didn't. I didn't do that. Okay. It's a great promotional Next tool. Next up. Next up. Yeah. I think this is last. Last? Okay, yes. I think this so. Last? It's the last story. Last story. Okay. This I hope so, because we have a chat Olivia. to do in a few minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, also, those chats have been so fun. This is, well, we're doing our been. second chat, so... We have been doing them on our Discord, which if you are a Patreon um, and you are a member of New Ghouls and Up, which if you look, it'll explain what all of that is on the Patreon, uh, Ghoul Intentions Patreon. Uh, we have a Discord, which is, if you don't know, it's just an online chat group. <laughs> it's its own little app. And uh, we did a voice chat with, uh, with uh, everybody that is a member of the Discord on Monday. Sunday. It was Monday or Sunday. Sunday or something. Yeah, it was yeah, Sunday. You're and right. Then it was we're Sunday. Doing it Sunday. And then we're doing it today uh, in nine minutes. So we'll see if we get <laughs> We might be a little I late. hope the story is short. I can text Alex real quick it's and not, tell him to. It's, All right. Uh, I'm, yeah, I messaged on the Discord, so we'll see. But we're trying to stay on top of it. Um, but anyway, those have been really, really fun. And if we're going to be doing those. Uh, much more regularly in that we'll be doing them at least once a, me- a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the one today is for our Phantasm uh, group, so they'll get an extra one a month, which is the highest tier. Okay, so, Go Olivia. Hi, guys. It was lovely meeting you both in Liverpool this weekend. As oh, promised, yay. here are my stories. I hope you enjoy yes. I'm so glad you sent them in. Okay. A couple of years ago, I went to a small town in southern Spain called Ardales. That's what I assume it's how it's pronounced. <laughs> uh, with my then boyfriend to walk the Cam- uh, Caminito del Rey. It's an old path along the side of a gorge, which used to be used by the hydro- hydraulic power station workers. Mm. On the day of our tour, we had to get up early, so I wasn't surprised when I felt someone touching my arm to wake me up. I assumed my ex had woken up, turned off the alarm, and was waking me up himself. When I opened my eyes, I saw a white, translucent woman, hashtag bitches in white, floating (laughs) over me. And she put it in there because she knows, Olivia knows. The way she was positioned above me was odd. It felt like we were standing up and about to start a conversation, except obviously I was lying down. She didn't feel threatening. It just seemed like she wanted to tell me something. As soon as I processed what was going on, I panicked and rolled over to wake up my ex. When I looked back, she was gone. That's good. At least it wasn't terrifying. Um, And on to the second one. Uh, I dinged. Did you hear my ding? <laughs> yes, I have you headphones dinged. on. Did you hear? You heard it? Did you hear it? I totally uh, heard it. I don't, okay, good. It's my headphones, but I'm close to the microphone, so that's probably it. Okay, and on to the second one. I need to preface this by explaining the layout of my room. I'm in the loft, and the slanted ceiling and generally awkward shape means my bed is in a weird place. The main part of my room with my furniture is behind my headboard. The door is to the left, there's a wall to the right, and there's a bit of space after my footboard. One night, I woke up at 3 a.m. with a feeling that someone was watching me. 
It's not a feeling I get very often, and especially not when I know I'm alone. It felt threatening and uncomfortable, not like being watched over by a loved one, which I'm more used to. It was so strong, I could hmm. sense the exact spot in my room that it was emanating from. When I concentrate on it, concentrated on it, different, uh, the image of heavy military-style combat boots standing on my rug formed in my head. My first uh -huh. conclusion was that someone had broken in and was standing in my room. I sleep with my door open, so if somebody walked up the stairs quietly, it's possible they could have made it into my room without disturbing me. After some careful consideration, I decided to have a look because pretending to be asleep wasn't helping. And I might have at least been able to catch whoever it was unaware and raise the alarm. My room never gets pitch black due to the streetlights and the skylight over the stairs, so if there was anyone there, I would have been able to make out their outline. Flipping the page. <clears throat> I flipped onto my stomach and looked directly at the spot in my room where whoever or whatever was attached to the boots should have been. There was nothing there. The feeling of being watched instantly vanished, and I assumed my mind was playing tricks on me. After I'd calmed down a bit and decided my room was empty, I rolled back over and tried to go back to sleep. As soon as I shut my eyes, I felt like I was being watched again. This time, I got up, turned on the lights, and had a proper look around my room. Again, the feeling instantly vanished, and I was left staring at nothing. There was no evidence of anyone or anything being in my room. Everything was exactly where I had left it the night before. There were no marks on the floor to suggest that anyone in Boots had visited, and there was nowhere anyone could hide. At this point, I gave up. I turned my lights off and went back to bed. As soon as I did, I felt like I was being watched again, and all I could it was all I could do to lie there until I fell asleep. Thankfully, it never happened again, and I've not felt like I uh like I was being watched that strongly since. I never managed to figure out what was uh sorry, lost my place. And my breath, apparently, huh? <laughs> I'm like trying to hurry and try to tell the story at the same time. Okay. I never managed to figure out what it was. So any thoughts would be appreciated. We completely renovated our house a few years before. So I assume that if there was something attached to the house, it would have shown itself earlier. And I would have seen or felt it since. I just hope it's not attached to me. And I have never had the pleasure of meeting it again. Thank you for doing what you do. I have had a tough time this past year, and I found a lot of comfort in your podcast. Oh, good. Thank you for talking so openly about your anxieties, the lawsuit, and how you're feeling day to day. You've helped normalize not feeling 100% all of the time, and it made me feel a lot less alone this year. Aww. Aww. I hope you have had a good time in Liverpool. We had the best fucking time in Liverpool. I hope you come back to the UK soon and do a live show. Maybe not soon, but we definitely want to go back. <laughs> <From> <laughs> so I feel like whatever that is was a passer through because, and we we talked about it a little bit. One of our favorite things to do is when we are at conventions, meeting people. If you guys have ghost stories, we will stop the fucking line so that you can tell us mm -hmm. <laughs> your ghost stories. That's the damn so, truth. Um, yeah, so uh, when we were talking, I sent Olivia over to tell Michael her stories after she talked to me. We do that as well. Go tell Michael. Go tell you. It's, it's true. It's true. So, yeah. Uh, but I said this at the time. I feel like it was just passing by because if she felt like that every single night, it could be the same thing or it could just be true, anxiety true, true. coming out, right? It could but be. But the fact that it was just that one time, just that one time, makes me think it's something that was just kind of passing through not not attached to her I feel like it was attached to her she would notice you know more 
Um, yeah, yeah. Situation. The fact that it only just happened that way. Yeah, a lot of stuff passes through. And I think, you know, it's possible that when you're kind of in the throes of anxiety, um, it's not necessarily that, you know, you're you're imagining things because you're anxious, but sometimes being anxious can maybe, maybe it makes you something of a beacon for passers through. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Who knows? More sensitive. I'm sure that helped um, everyone's anxiety to hear. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And you're well. So welcome. Maybe it was just like, why the fuck is your room laid out like this? Because that sounds very confusing. There's a little space before the foot, but then also the whole rest of the room is behind the headboard. I could not sleep like that. I could have my head up against the wall. <laughs> like, there could be anything behind you. I don't know. I would rather not. Maybe that's what it was. It was just a slightly judgmental spirit passing through. Like, now, do you like having someone stand here? No. Why is your bedroom like this? <laughs> it's possible. You never know. You never know. Okay, we did it. We Those did it with stories. one minute to spare before Those the chat's supposed to begin. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So we've got to go do the chat. We love you guys. you guys. We are Thank you for be bearing doing... with us while we figure out this yeah, new remote recording stuff. Yes, yeah, and my internet is not helping anything, so I'm going to try to bitch about that to, to my internet provider. But um, thank you guys for listening and continuing to be so supportive. Uh, we uh, are thinking about all you guys. Please take care mm-hmm. of yourselves. Mm-hmm. Please stay home. Don't stay home. Go. Wash them uh, hands. Don't listen to the liars. Listen to the experts. <laughs> yes, please. Please, for the um, love of God. And... Oh, Jesus, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And remember, it's it's okay okay to to sleep sleep with with the lights lights on. Matt, you can sync that up later. (laughs) (laughs) 